0: So, I have a special mystery guest speaker I want to tell you a little bit about. So, how many of you heard of Robert Kiyosaki? You know, Rich Dad, Poor Dad, and the author that way? Okay. Well, this is what Robert had to say about our speaker tonight. This is a quote. He says, Thank you very much for your marketing ideals. They were timely, informative, and much needed by me. Not bad. How many of you heard of Robert Allen, best selling author of Nothing Down and Multiple Streams of Income? Okay. Well, this is what Robert Allen had to say about our speaker tonight. He said, your marketing and copywriting ability has been proven to be the, one of the best in North America. That's good. Now, I'll go on more. How many people have heard of Dan Kennedy? Well, i was curious to know. Dan Kennedy, the marketing guru. you know him from the United States? A few in the room, okay. Well, this is, and if you know Dan Kennedy, Dan Kennedy is very pragmatic. Last guy to give you a testimonial or, or a good word of mouth for those people that really know him. And I, I know Dan Kennedy personally myself. This is what Dan had to say. Dan said, I've known and done business with what I'm calling Mr. X for now for many years. Even while being paid to provide consulting to him, I learned things about a key marketing strategy that has guided my own development for years and is substantially responsible for my success and wealth. This is a pretty powerful speaker. He actually just lives right here in Vancouver. Well, I want to tell you a little bit more about this. Our speaker and our facilitator tonight. He founded and created what is known as the Real Estate Investment Network, which is better known as RAIN. It's amazing, this is a concept that he seeded in his mind that created this organization that at one time had more than 1,200 members across the country. He also created the Mind, Money, and Wealth seminar. He's also the creator of what he calls the Q solution and the M solution. Now what amazes me is, is that he's had Parkinson's disease for the last 25 years. And most of his successes occurred after he was diagnosed with Parkinson's. What is unusual for me is I met him in, in year 2000 myself, I've never known this person without Parkinson's. That's the only picture and image I have of him, because he's always had Parkinson's, I know him. He has two daughters who are professionally ballet dancing in Europe right now. He's gonna actually come out of retirement, he says, to relaunch his My Money Well seminar. Now, our mystery speaker here has both been a mentor to myself and to Dan Locke. We still get together about every four or six weeks in a small mastermind group and still mastermind together. And what I'd like us to do is to give us a, a big Warm welcome for my friend, my mentor, Mr. Alan Jacks. (laughs) Don't
1: worry, I usually stumble, I usually fall. But if I do fall, I usually bounce up pretty good. I'll help you out. So here's the question tonight. Are you going to hear from a, an old man that's kind of gimpy, or are you going to hear from a guy who knows something about marketing business? <laughs> you have to wait and find out. It takes me a while to get organized up here. Just be a bit patient. One thing about having Parkinson's disease, you learn to learn patience. Because as it progresses, you, 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 you slow down. It takes me four times longer to fold a towel than it used to. So I don't. I don't fold towels anymore. No a <laughs> housekeeper. In the fall of 1969, after I he shut across Canada and got home, I w- went to my parents' house for I guess I just lived there for another year or so after that, and. So in the fall of 69, I decided that I wanted to learn how to drive a car. So my dad has this 1961 Chevrolet Impella. And back then, they were big cars. They were huge. So I said, Dad, you can teach me how to drive. And by that time, he knew I passed the marijuana stage, and I wasn't doing that anymore. So he thought, oh, I'll teach this guy how to drive a car. And um, so we went out a couple of times, and I almost cracked in his car, and he just freaked out. Trying to Don't get too to concerned my hand, it shakes once in a while. If it does, just, just wave at it and it will <laughs> calm down eventually. Um, so I went out in the car a couple of times with my dad and it just is hopeless. Like he was really afraid his car was going to get cracked, cracked up and I was afraid I was going to crack up his car. So we agreed that I would take lessons. So I enrolled in an eight-lesson um, program at a local driving school it was out in Birmingham in where I was brought up. And I ended up with this old German Driving instructor, you in know Volkswagen squareback, a Type Three Volkswagen from the 60s. You say, know, "Some of you not even know those are all about." They're, they're kind of rare, but sitting a dual controls and everything else. And This old German was was a he was pretty good instructor. I, I learned fast, and I I mastered most driving things. I had, I, I had even parallel parking in the third lesson. But by the by the fifth lesson, I still had one major problem. Oh, I, I actually I went where it was. Oh, okay, sorry. <clears throat> it's okay best thing if you, if you see me doing something weird, just ignore me. I have a lot of weird things that, you know, people always want to correct things. And, because uh, I, I don't do things that are normal. I don't know if you remember but I know it from almost three years ago. Really? Yes. What's your name? Hassan Mihaili. I am not know the name. Good to see you again. Thank you. So, uh, the problem I had in my, in, that became really apparent in the fifth lesson was, whenever I came up to a stop sign on a busy street, I'd freeze. I looked down to the road, and all i always see was back trucks, buses and cars coming at me, and I couldn't drive out in the traffic. I had to wait till there was no cars at all, and I'd pull out in the traffic. My driving instructor got kind of upset at this, because he knew I wouldn't pass the driving test, so I kept doing that kind of thing. So we, every lesson we worked at, worked at, worked at it. And finally, uh, it was, we did it one more time. I came to the busy intersection, looked down to the left, at all the traffic coming at me, and I just, I just froze again. And then he got, all of a sudden he got, he got really agitated grabbed the grab control of the steering wheel, there's, there's dual controls, and he to took his steering wheel, he booted the gas, scooted out in the traffic, rode down the next street and pulled over to the side of the road, turned off the engine, took the keys out and put it on the dashboard. And he turned and looked at me and he said, Alan, look for holes, not cars. Look for holes, not cars. He said, I'm 18 years old, i got long hair. I just had come across Canada, I played in a rock band. This guy's trying to tell me to look for holes, not cars? Then I got it. I got what he, what he meant. So I started up the car this time, rode around the next corner and the next corner, back to that same intersection. This time I looked down at all the traffic coming at me, and it was the same traffic, the reality was the same as it was before, so now I noticed something different. There's gaps between the cars, some of them, and the buses and the trucks. Some of the gaps were huge, big enough to fit a car, a, a car into. So I rode out of the traffic, and ever since then I've never had any problem with driving in traffic anymore. Even though I had privacy, I still drive today, and I still rode in our traffic. And also, guess that what the one guy said to me. Now, parallel that to, to, to life. The reality that we all face is the same, but different people have different belief systems. So if you have the same reality, different belief, you a different result. Same belief, different, same reality, different belief, different result. That mag- that, the driving structure of the story magnifies it real clearly what it's all about. Today, in our society, in our culture, in our economic world, there are opportunities every day that people pass by because tra- they have a belief system that says that that's a bad deal or they don't even see the deal. Most deals that are out there, people don't even know they're out there. Everybody knows for, for years that most jobs are acquired are not by ads in newspapers or on online, they're acquired because of who you know. And most things in life are like that way. So, did you just talk about this early on about relationships? So, tonight, what we're going to do is something a bit different. You're not going to hear me talk much tonight. You guys are going to do most of the talking. We're going to do something called Breakthrough Circles tonight. Have you heard of heard of this? You from Breakthrough Circles? No, probably not. I'll guarantee that most of you will walk out of here a changed person to, after tonight. So, what I want you to do right now is to stand up. We stand up. And I want you to form groups of four. So, groups of four. And what you, how you identify your fellow groups of four, look for people who have clothing on their upper body that's kind of similar to yours. If you, if you can't find a group of four, put your hand up and we'll come around and get you teamed up. You got Four. Or
0: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> four
1: I want you to go, go back to your chairs and form cir- circles with your chairs. Go ahead, and do that right now. Circles of four. And use the whole room up. I want you to spend the next minute talking to your neighbors. Find out each, each of your names, what they get to be called or if you have a nickname, whatever it is. Just get to know each other a little bit. Just talk for the next minute, a minute and a half, actually. Next minute and a half, get to know each other. Go ahead and do that now. 10 times your finances, 10 times your business, 10 times your marketing, 10 times your life. Hit the subscribe
0: button now.